재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵 Well, recently, these long-running international sanctions on Iran were lifted by the United States and Europe. This followed a landmark nuclear deal, which was struck late last year. Uh, Many international leaders have welcomed the development and are rushing to make fresh inroads into the previously isolated country and economy. But there are others who are expressing worries about a possible expansion of Iran's role in such places as Syria, not to mention its uh, spotty human rights record. So to get more analysis on this issue, including uh, perhaps uh, what uh, South Korea plans to do about it, we had that recent headline of the president perhaps visiting Iran uh, very soon. Give us your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013451 or send us a cacao talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. We have two wonderful guests joining us here in the studio. Let me introduce them. First, a research fellow at the Center for Middle Eastern Studies at Kunguk University, Professor Sung Il Gwang. Professor Sung, great to see you again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me here. And also joining us from Pamubabin Yulchon, attorney at law, Shin Dong Chan. Thank you so much for joining us as well. Thank you for having me. Uh, I want to start with Professor Sung, if I may. In terms of the uh, agreement, uh, what specifically did Iran do to fulfill the requirements outlined in the nuclear accord to limit its uh, nuclear activities, which uh, was sort of a quid pro quo, it was kind of a trigger which allowed these sanctions to be automatically lifted, right? Yes. Basically, Iran, after the deal, Iran began to dismantle its centrifuges. Um I mean, they reduced the centrifuges stock by two-thirds, two-thirds. And the second, Iran shipped the bulk of its uranium stockpile to the Russia. And the third, it filled its major plutonium reactor in Iraq with the cement. So basically, they uh, I mean, kept, kept what they promised in the deal. So this actually ripped, I mean, right. uh, economic sanctions on Iran. And there were no controversies that remember the... Uh, few decades ago with Iraq and the UN inspectors going in uh, with with the uh, weapons of mass destruction it, this time around there certainly was pretty much transparent and clear and there are no disputes as to yes, their course, compliances with yes. it if I can turn to uh, Shin Dong-chan, uh, as far as Iran, they're set to earn full access to global energy markets once more. We've been talking about energy markets a long time. Uh, do you believe this fresh influx of Iranian crude could be a problem to the oil markets? Um, it is at historical lows right now. Yes, Iran already announced that it will produce more than 500,000 barrels per day of the crude oil to the market, which is a very bad sign given the current situation of the oil market. Also, the relationship between Saudi Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and Iran is very bad, given that those two countries are a major oil-producing countries in the Middle East. It's a probably very bad sign for the oil market, I, I guess. 
Now, a lot of people think the strategy of Saudi Arabia to keep their output levels at the same, despite the falling oil prices, is to gain market share, right? right. Try to get rid of competitors, including the people who are doing shale oil and all the more expensive type of oil exploration. Uh, Iran wants to be in the market. They want to gain market share, certainly. So they are going to try to pump as much as they, they can feasibly. Is this then going to be a race to the bottom as far as the prices? Can we expect then the prices to... <sighs> It's hard to predict, I know, yeah, but yeah. there will certainly be a more glut of supply, right? Yes, absolutely. And Iran, as you said, probably will pump more and more oils to the market, given its uh, situation that it has not produced because of the uh, political constra constraint. Professor Song, we normally think of Iran uh, as uh, an Islamic state, uh, people who don't really have an intimate knowledge of it like you. Um, they, we know that they produce oil, but uh, maybe you can help us understand more about the opportunities or the country of Iran. Um, they are going to return to the global oil markets, but as far as these sanctions, it wasn't only dealing with oil, right? Uh, what other financial sanctions have been lifted, and what would also provide uh, a potential boost in income for the country? For example, uh, in addition to oils, Iran has the um, international community and UN and have some sanctions against Iran, for example, non-U.S. individual and company. Actually, for them, it was hard to... Tr they can't have any transaction with Iran. Now it's, it's, it's possible. The second... Um, the sea, sea transport and shipbuilding and port and automobile and aluminum and steel industry was impossible. Now it's possible. The third, Iranian financial institution, they can have some international transactions. Fourth, what about the Iranian foreign reserves? Now it's open, so they can have their money in the, in the, the abroad. Actually, they, they couldn't get the money, their mm. monies. So four other sanctions I told. So what this means to Iran, Iran, after the, I mean, uh, the lifting of the sanction, Iran could increase all revenue from all exports by 10 billion mm. by next year okay. or, or this year. That's or, just oil. Yes. Okay. Also, Iran's central bank says, says lifting banking sanctions will allow 30 billion of foreign reserves currently frozen in accounts around the world. But U.S. Treasury says there may be 50 billion dollars. No. So they cannot have that money. Actually, their, their money, but they couldn't. For serious, Third, Iran sanction gun, with sanction gun, Iran could boost its GDP growth around 5%. Mm from this year to next year. So this is a huge economic benefit will go to Iran. So this is, I mean, this is a huge opportunity for Iran. You know, right. Doubt. Yes. And when you're talking about 5% uh, economic growth estimated, which kind of counteracts the global economic trends right now where a lot of countries are struggling, this is very uh, robust emerging economy type of growth uh, where uh, Iran certainly has the opportunity. And so uh, obviously for the citizens of Iran, for the government of Iran, these are all positive uh, developments. Uh, Mr. Shin, 
Have all the sanctions been lifted? And if not, what prohibitions still remain when it comes to trying to do business with Iran? Not all the sanctions are lifted. Uh, the sanctions uh, with regard to the U.S. persons, such as U.S. citizens and uh, green card holders and the U.S. companies are not lifted by the U.S. government. The U.S. only lifted sanctions against foreign companies and foreigners. And also sanctions with regard to Iran's human rights abuses and uh, Iran's destabilizing actions in the Middle East, such as Syria and Yemen, are still subject to the sanctions by the U.S. And also, Iran's uh, tests of the ballistic missiles and the conventional weapons are also subject to the U.S. and U.N. sanctions for a certain period of time. Right. So, uh, just to clarify, for the most part, we're talking about a lot of the uh, unilateral sanctions that the U.S. has imposed right. on Iran, but for a lot of other countries, like let's say, for example, South Korea, they would not necessarily, with with passports or or, or visitation issues, it would not apply the same as a U.S. citizen. Then exactly, That's, uh, all the other international and then the countries like South Korea and Europe and Japan has been lifted. However, U.S. still, you know, maintains some unilateral sanctions against Iran. All right, so uh, still some work ahead, at least for Iran, some of the thorny issues, including missile technology uh, and uh, human rights. We're going to continue to uh, discuss uh, the opening of Iran in more detail in part two of this program. We have Professor Sung, uh, Mr. Shin, joining us here in the studio. We're also going to be joined by an expert from overseas in the U.K., Durham University's uh, Professor Anush Eteshami. He'll be giving an international perspective on what we can expect uh, in this post-sanctions uh, regime of Iran after the nuclear accord. Continue to give us your opinions on the matter as well. We're going to give you one more check of traffic and weather after this short break. Stay tuned.